Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. You've got the home of the truth. Back to the bald face truth with John Kinzano on 750 The Game. First spawn them in the Portland State football team. They got a season that's starting as well. I know a whole bunch of kids of the uh, BFT Foundation are interested in what Portland State is going to do this year. Uh, Portland State football opening their season. Where do you think? San Jose State. This game coming up Thursday. It is a 7.30 kickoff for you, and here's Bruce Barnum here to talk about it. John, thanks for having us. <laughs> I love that. You plan to you know the way to San Jose. I do know the way. I grew up near there, Spartan Stadium. You guys ready for this? Uh, uh, no question. I mean, uh, we better be. We have one more practice in the morning, shine it up, polish, um, and ready to go, you know, see where we're at. Where, like, when you get ready for a game or an opponent, do you have a feel of how much information to throw at your guys? How much is too much? What is overdoing it? Do you want to, you know, you, can you throw too much at him? Is I guess what I'm asking. You can, especially this year with us, John. We have a new quarterback, starting quarterback. It's easy if your guy's in year two. You know, if he's in year three, you know, he's he's putting everything in. Um, with a new guy, you want to keep it simple. You want to, you know. Uh, make sure he gets comfortable, and you try to. And, and your goal is to slow the game down for him. I think, you know, uh, he's going to be all jacked up. They're going to be all jacked up. You know, excited. College football Saturday weren't zero week. Here we go. But need to get him uh, so he's just playing football, uh, not seeing the lights. I don't think that'll take long. You know, but uh, you always you always worry about that or consider that. Coach, you said quarterback. You didn't say QB1. Um, you know, the new kids are all saying QB1. Why? Well, I, you know, somebody asked me that earlier, John. I, I got into saying it because last year is the first time I heard it. Um, you know, why don't you say LB1, you know, LB1, LB2, and WR1. But I didn't understand it for about three weeks because our quarterback was number six, and they kept saying QB1, so in my mind it should have been QB6. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, it's 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 Whitland. You know, it's cool. It's uh, flashy. It's he's QB one, and and I'm guessing one of the big time guys said it. You know, I, I, I don't know where it came from, but I'm guessing it came from Mahomes land or one of the you know Brady somebody. When you look at San Jose State, you probably look at film from last season. They look pretty good uh, at different points. They ha- they were a little up and down though. What do you see when you see them on film? Um, they got a triangle. They got two defensive ends and a linebacker. They have a linebacker that uh, had 133 tackles last year. John FBS. That's that's a lot of tackles. He was third overall for any school. Number 45, number 92s. You know they have two defensive ends. Their touting is you know everything, all American, all conference, etc. Uh, they just got two transfers uh, via the 7-Eleven portal. Uh, one from USC, one from UCLA. The USC one concerns me a little bit because I haven't seen him, but I called my people at USC and they actually wanted to keep him. Uh, that means he's probably pretty good. Uh, the UCLA guy they cut loose. So, you know, I, I don't know if those guys are going to play 
or where they're going, but they're a fast football team. Uh, they went portal on offense uh, with their quarterback. We actually faced him in Hawaii last year. He, he was Hawaii's quarterback. Um, last year he's starting for them. So, you know, um, this game of all of them, uh, the personnel is a little bit of a question mark. We know who's coming back, but um, you're going to get to game day on game one. There's going to be some new faces, especially because of the portal. Everybody always says, you know, we need to play our game. We don't need to adjust to their game. What would playing your game mean to you? Um, field, well, field position, you know, uh, I like to move the chains. Uh, when I'm 50, I'm talking offense. When I'm 50-50 on offense, uh, we, we're usually pretty damn darn good, you know. Um, but... Uh, controlling the football game. The special teams, they have more turnovers than you. Uh, third downs are, you know, uh, happenstance, they're easy. You know, when, when you're getting those third downs, it gets very frustrating and just the momentum. You know, how you do at the end of the first half. Uh, as far as scoring, do you, if you deferred, I think the teams, when I had my, some of my best teams, we scored at the end of the first half, we got the ball in the second half, we scored again, 14-point swing. You know, and it's hard to come back from that um, if you're on the other side of the ball. Defense, Lee, I want them to punt every time they're on the field. So um, that's our game if, it, if it's in, in a perfect world, I guess. You're, the strength of this team, you've talked about the wide receivers. You've talked about, you know, you got a new QB. What is the strength of the team right now? What are you feeling great about? Leadership. Um, I have five captains. Um uh, that were elected by their peers. I have a leadership council of 22 uh, total um, student-athletes, guys in my team, because, you know, we have a – this is a unique place to play football. John, you know that. We've talked about that. We, we play two, quote, money games. I'm going to bring in just under a million this year. Next year it will be a little over a million. But we're going to bring in some money for the rest of the department. And if you're in Vegas looking at the tote board um, – we don't have a shot this month, but, you know, we just make sure we don't lose those games before we get there. It's college football Saturday. You never know what's going to happen. But um, And I forgot your damn question. So it's What you're feeling good about. Like, I, as a coach, you're probably waking up at 2.30 in the morning thinking about whatever. But always wonder, you know, coaches, what is it you're not thinking about you must be feeling okay about? Yeah, I mean, right now uh, – I'm swamped with travel. I'm swamped with travels and fires, and you know, because we're going to take care. We have one Americana tour, um, but that's kind of taking my time in between the San Jose, you know, because it's a unique time for them as well. I have every game on them, so you're watching a lot of video, and you're saying, "Well, you know, this was a year ago. This was game one." You're weeding through that. Who runs what we run? That part's fun. You know, that's a football side. That's why. Everybody does it. You know, the other side, I'm trying to put together an Americana tour. It's just keeping us busy. We're going to uh, – we take off tomorrow night, actually, the night uh, a little early. The night are you before. flying or are you driving? Tomorrow we're commercial. We found some flights uh, into San Jose. Uh, get them there tonight or tomorrow night, put them in bed, you know, all the feeding, et cetera, and get them up in the morning. We're going to uh, put them on a boat. Uh, take them to Alcatraz to the tour. Uh, then we'll be from there. I'm going to give them some per diem. Uh, I have them Pier 39, you know, little Bodine, sourdough, 
look at the seals, all that stuff, or the sea lions, and then straight to the stadium. You know, that's all the Americana tour you get this year. Um, but it's a first game, have time for it, so we'll do that, and then we'll lock him in after that once we get to the stadium and uh, have a season. Bruce Barnum, Portland State football coach, is with us. What's a successful season for you guys this year? Um, successful season. Um, I, I want to win seven, Sean. That gets you. That'll probably have us in the playoffs uh, because of a scheduling snafu that still pit, uh, ma- makes me mad. Um, I'm losing. I lost an FCS team, uh, so we'll, cut, we'll we'll find a way. Uh, to get that, but we need to win seven, try to get the playoffs, you know, uh, winning a record for this crew, but I want to be in the playoffs. And You're, it's a hell of a, hell of a road, but we can do it. Yeah, that, and that would be hit. What would that mean to you guys? Get into the playoffs, you know, amid, you know, new athletic director, some studies on the athletic department, everybody kind of whispering about football. That, for you guys to perform on the field amid all that would be amazing. It'll be, it'll, it's going to be cool, John. And, you know, I've got noise. This, I do know this job brings more noise than probably I ever could imagine, you know, even in the 15 season, uh, when we were second round of the playoffs and all the awards and all the hoopla. I mean, I, I had more noise and, you know, people thinking Barnum uh, doesn't know what he's doing that year more than any would surprise me. But um, that would be cool. You know, it would be cool. I think Portland needs that right now. Just if you look at this city and where we're at, and I understand you've got Ducks, Bees, and other universities around it, but we're in the heart of it. And I think it would be cool for the city, you know, revive this place, get them going. Bruce Barnum, Portland State coach, is with us. Uh, all right, so, you know, we've talked before about, you know, these are payday games, but you don't go in with that mentality. You go in wanting to take the check and get a W. Um, how are your guys feeling? Uh, I know I've been around a few of them. They were talking confidently about the game, and I know that um, you know they're probably excited to, to play another opponent. They are. You know, any camp, John, it gets muddy at the end. It used to be easy. This might be talking too much just about you know how you try to develop the heart of your camp, but it used to be easy to wear your guys out because you could practice two times, three times a day and get them to a point where they're ready They're ready for another opponent, they're ready to break out, you know. We got to that right at the end of the camp. Everybody starts getting a little edgy, you know, um, tired. Uh, now we're getting their legs back. Uh, so um, excited that we got them to that point. Now excited we're getting them back. And I, I have a team that's um, I expect to play with poise, confidence, and um, I want them to be a, a tough-ass operation. You know, that's how that's how we will win football games. Coach, uh, I wish you the best. We're going to have you on every week, uh, but every week I'm going to ask you one thing that you do, maybe with your team, that the rest of us can learn from. Is sure. there something you've learned over the years about sleep, diet, exercise, hydration? that the rest of us can use in our regular lives, or maybe you use it as well, that you've learned it and you've gone, hey, you know what, that's not a bad idea for regular folks to know. Well, this one we could go anywhere with. I'll start. I was, I was at Cornell University in Ivy League, and they had this guy that was on, like, Good Morning American stuff. He was like a sleep doctor, you know, and he talked about um, young uh, people in today's society and how they stay up all night. 
and they need sleep in the morning. So instead of, you know, going early at the crack of dawn, we moved our practices. We were practicing, you know, let them sleep in. And um, it, it, it had mixed mixed ratings with me. Um, but uh, everybody's always telling you to sleep. That's one. Um, number two, fish oil. Uh, we're giving our guys fish oil. I don't know if people care about this. Everybody yeah, I do. Right? I, I just sat up in my chair. Fish oil. Go, go on. Well, you know, we I bought we, we have fish oil. I'm saying, oh, it'll help the joints farm. It'll help this, you know. And I'm like, all right, but I said, buy a month's worth. Don't buy, you know, a year. So we're giving them fish oil. And then the guy comes up and says, hey, Barnum, you know, you, you, here, I recommend this for you. So I start taking this stuff. Now we're talking normal people, right? Um, uh, but I start. <laughs> I just went off of John because it, it seemed like, uh, um, how do you say this properly on your radio show? Um, it seemed like my body became a slip and slide. I don't know. If, and that could be totally off and just me, but I'm not sold on the fish oil. My players seem to be enjoying it, but, again, for the normal person, be careful yeah. with that one. It's supposed to be good for your heart, good for your brain. Yeah. But you're saying you felt like a sea lion. When you had that stuff on, uh, didn't you? Let's move to the next one. That, right. It just didn't fit my makeup, <laughs> you know. So I like that you advised your people to only buy like a short-term supply. That's did you learn that from buying those cold tubs that you bought, you know, last <laughs> summer, or what happened? You know, I bought those four years ago. They're getting more use now. You know, we're, we've been in them. The only thing I'm upset, you know, the only thing I really need to fix. Is I like to walk by them. They're full of ice. A lot of days are just full of water. We've had some hot days, uh, but the kids are loving them. You know, I took some pictures in them because I was gonna, you know, twit them out. But I'm like, nah, these pictures might be a, uh, they're a little too much. Because guys get them, they enjoy themselves. You know, yeah. they're not skinny dipping, but they're. I'm like, yeah. nah, this one's not made for. Yeah. G-rated, but nice. they're here. We're using them. Uh, again, if you. And the family wants some. I'd love I'll deliver one. And you, you can know, do anything funny. with it. Make, make a koi pond. Anything you want. <laughs> you know, it's funny is I've been seeing those things all over the place since you mentioned them. Now I notice them. People are planting plants in them. People yeah. are, you put fish in them. I've seen bamboo planted in them. I think every time now I look up, there's one of these damn things, and I blame you. They were probably there all along, but now I notice them. Let's now I'll get you again. That's the red brick thing. You know, some guy, another guy, Cornell, everybody knows this one. If you say something, you focus on now you're going to see it everywhere. So your next thing until next week is red bricks. Now you're going to see red bricks everywhere, John. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. Hey, go. good luck to you. Go beat San Jose State. Thank you. Thanks for having the bikes on. All right. There's Bruce Barnum, Portland State coach, the red brick theory. I have a theory on that, too. Uh, it's the weirdest thing. Uh, every time I look at the clock, or more often than not, I feel like the time on the clock is 9.14. 9.14 a.m. is the red brick, or p.m. I notice it all the time. Now, somebody told me, you know what, that's just because you have noticed it once. Now, every time it's 9.14, you, know, you don't notice when it's 2.27. You don't notice when it's 3.38. You only notice when it's 9.14. But it's true. You call your attention to something, and then all of a sudden, there it is. There it is. There it is. More of your phone calls coming up. Biggest game of the college football weekend in your household. What is it? 503-417-7575. <laughs> Back to the Bald Face Truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game.
good stuff from Bruce Barnum. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? He said the red brick theory. I do know exactly what he's talking about. Um, I have the same one. So for a while, I was noticing that Adam Sandler movies were always on on the weekend. And now every time I see like one that's on the TV, I'm like, oh, it's the weekend. Adam Sandler movie's on. Like, every, Check it out. Every time it's a weekend, there will always be an Adam Sandler t- movie on TV at some point. Yeah, and there's lots of other movies on. It's just that once you noticed it, you couldn't stop noticing it. Yeah, and every time I see it, I like point it out to my wife, and she probably gets really annoyed with me. And she's like, hey, the Harry Met Sally's on too, but that doesn't count. But you just gloss past that, and you see... I saw you know, 50 First Dates. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, for me, it was 9.14. I noticed it on the clock, and then I noticed it another time. I said, why is it always 9.14 when I look up? And then forevermore, for years, I'm like, damn... How often is 9.14 showing up on my clock? Well, it turns out it's twice a day, like every other number. But I just happen to register it because I'm cognizant of it. Are, you, are you a schedule guy, too? That could be it also for a time. Mm. No, but that was the time of day I was born. Mm. And so I noticed it. And then forever, I noticed it on my birth certificate. And then forevermore, when it was 9.14, I was like, damn, there it is again. There it's it like, is again. It's the anniversary of you being bored. That, yeah, every day. So there it is. I'm having it. Let's go to the phone lines. Mike's in Portland. Every time I look up, Mike and Mike in Portland's called in. What's up, Mike? Hey, John. Just a general observation without being overly hyped. I think this season is huge, not just for Oregon, but for the entire Pac-10, Pac-12, I'm sorry. I mean, as a branding, as a sales, uh, fan base, ratings, that kind of deal. I think every game – we're trying to whether it's the big Big Twelve or Big Ten. I think this entire season is going to be one of the top three or five seasons in the entire history of the Pac-12, based on what's what's going on with branding and the uh, and the alignment. Yeah, yeah. I I think you know. Look, I wrote about it today. If you if you subscribe at johnconzano.com, I won't go into great detail with what I wrote, but I laid it out today. I have heard, and you have heard in the last couple of weeks, about the Big Ten Conference wanting to snatch up four more teams. And I don't blame the national media members who are spinning that narrative. Their sources are telling them that. I talked to some people over the weekend who, again, affirmed to me there's back-channeling going on. So I started to try to figure out how pervasive is the back-channeling. Who's doing it? And it turns out Boise State's back-channeling, UNLV's back-channeling, San Diego State's back-channeling, Fresno State's back-channeling, Oregon's back-channeling, Washington's back-channeling, Stanford's back-channeling, Cal's back Nobody, you know, I should just give you a list of who's not back-channeling. Everybody's doing that stuff. And everybody's consulting with the consultants. And by the way, one of the Pac-12 teams... One of the major remaining Pac-12 teams is paying a consulting firm $35,000 a month. Uh, I will soon be able to tell you who it is. I want the document in my hand before I say who it is. Because when they go, no, we're not, I want to be able to go, yeah. Uh, but $35,000 a month, they're paying these consulting firms to, to do their work. Now, the consultants, I'm told there's good consultants and bad consultants. But the consultant's job is to kind of tell them, hey, here's the questions you need to ask. Here's the answers of those questions. And, oh, by the way, here's where it makes sense or doesn't make sense for you to go to the Pac-12 or the Big 12 or if you're a Pac-12 member to go to the Big 10. So everybody's doing that stuff. And I think it's really difficult to to figure out who it is you should trust. But I, but 
what I have taken away from all of that is that there is no imminent path for Oregon or Washington to the Big Ten. And the prevailing theory that ESPN would want to add four Pac-12 schools to the Big Ten West, so to speak, and combine them with USC and UCLA, it doesn't work. It doesn't pencil out. And I checked it with TV consultants and even Bob Thompson, the former president of Fox Sports Network, and I said, okay, does this work for ESPN? If the Big Ten, which made no deal with ESPN, happens to carve out you know, these four teams and create this tier of programming that never existed before, does it work? And he pointed out, like, ESPN would still probably have to share those games with Fox, NBC, and CBS, who have a pecking order when it comes to selecting the games they want that week. Now, why would ESPN want to do that? They could have those games on their own if they just buy the Pac-12 conference. So, uh, you know, he kind of shot that down. And then further and beyond that, I started looking at, you know, what uh, does it make sense for Oregon to go to the Big Ten? And it turns out it doesn't really pencil out for Oregon unless the Big Ten really wants to subsidize the Ducks. There may be a whole bunch more money available to Oregon and Washington if they just sit tight in the Pac-12, and I think that's what they're waiting to hear. I asked Oregon AD Rob Mullins to do a Q&A. I included some questions in there specifically about where Oregon sees itself and where it's positioned. Uh, Mullins, through a spokesperson, turned down the opportunity to do the Q&A. I think Oregon still very much wants to see what its options are. I think that's what I'm reading out of that. Uh, But I think, yes, to the caller's point, this is a huge college football season. It is a massive season for the Pac-12 conference. They, They have some work to do when it comes to the narrative of this conference. Nobody thinks they're any good. Go down the field and prove that you are. Let's go to Roy, who's in Portland. Roy, welcome. Hey, John. Hey, John, are you guys ready to get your beaten? <laughs> you ready for that? What are you going to do? Uh, what are you going to do, Roy? Here, here's one for you. I normally agree with you, but you're going to bring that to me. What are you going to do, Roy, when it's the fourth quarter and it's a one-score game and Oregon's got the ball? You going to be nervous? No, I'm not going to be nervous, but, you know, I, I mean, I can see that. <laughs> I, can see, I, I, I can see it going. I, I, I can see it only winning by a touchdown or even only winning by a field goal. But you know that's what that's what makes the first game so uh, that's what makes you nervous on the first game. Yes. You really don't know because you know everybody's going from last year, but it's a totally different Georgia team. So we don't we don't know what's going on. Hey, where so, uh, where is the biggest worry right now for Georgia fans? What position group? I'm gonna tell you. For me, it's Stetson Bennett. I don't care what he did last year. I mean, yeah, last year you you had a good season. That's because you had a a, a great once in a lifetime defense. But I'm not sold on him. I'm not I'm, I'm not sold on Stetson Bennett. I'm just not. Uh, uh, you know, you got we got lucky last year at the quarterback position, but I'm still not I'm still not sold on him as a, as the quarterback. With you know all things, if if you plan and all things are equal on the team, I, I don't. I'm not counting on him to win the game for you. So, uh, yeah, that's why that's what I'm worried about. I but think uh, I think it's going to be a good game, and I'm, I agree with you on week one. It's it's a squirrely week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I expect Georgia to win. I also expect Florida to upset Utah. No, Look that's that, Utah's going to beat them. 
<laughs> I don't know about that. That's a mediocre Florida team, new coaching staff against the legacy of Kyle Whittingham. I like Utah in that game. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk Monday about it. All right. Hey, hey. By the way, this week we got big Georgia guests coming on. We uh, we not only will uh, get down into Georgia territory. Chip Towers coming on the Atlanta paper, and uh, we're gonna get Dan Lanning on the show. We've got Jonathan Smith coming on the show later this week. Verone McKinley coming on the show. Efforting Marcus Mariota. we got a big week of guests. Leave it here. Our Big Splash is next. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face hey, Sorry Truth. to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.